Welcome to a special edition of the Bumblecast. I'm your host, Ian Flynn, the Bumble King, and joining me as always is my Bumble co-host, Kyle, JCRB Kraus. Hi, I'm here, and uh, more importantly, though, we have a special guest joining us once again from Parts Unknown. Kaizen Amen is back. Welcome, sir. Yay! <laughs> ah, yes, Parts Unknown, California. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was from there for a little bit. How can you Red Hot Chili Peppers time? I'm sure they'll make a song about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Mr. Flynn, Mr. Krause, missed y'all. Honor and pleasure to be back with you, gentlemen. Welcome back. So, what do you have for us today? Well, uh, I'm excited to ask some questions about the Final Horizon and the surprise that's been Sonic Dream Team in the past few days. I was finalizing mm-hmm. my list of questions that I had about Final Horizon only for the day I was almost done to have that reveal for Dream Team. So um, I was really stoked to hear that you were working on that. And just for the record, you made me cry for the third time in the Final Horizon. And like last time, I wanted my <laughs> thank you to be personal. <laughs> You're welcome for the emotional damage. Yes. <laughs> okay so whenever y'all are ready i have the questions ready to go go for it fire off good way okay uh for both of you what were your guys personal thoughts when you got to play the final horizon i had a fantastic time personally but feel for the people who couldn't enjoy themselves because of the difficulty spikes and overall challenge did you guys enjoy the gameplay of the final horizon yourselves uh i'm one of those people who got stonewalled <laughs> I, I, got to, I got to the second challenge and my hand started to hurt and i'm like i'm gonna come back to this and i haven't had the chance to just yet gotcha i gotta be honest um i actually really kind of enjoyed the increase challenge not mm-hmm. like i'm not usually like really into super challenging stuff and i didn't but i didn't think it was that bad honestly um it did take me a while to get definitely get past the uh final challenge that's for sure oh yeah it was like uh you know basically learning speed run tactics to f- finish <laughs> off all three titans within the yeah, time limit i, I know it was like, <laughs> when i got to that challenge i'm like oh my god the playing this game every week has been preparing me for this specific moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i had fun with that but man it kicked my butt but it was fun. Um, yeah, there was one challenge actually that I found way harder. Um, and I'm trying to remember if it was the second one or not. That's the one that seems to trip most people up. The ones afterwards are not nearly as. What What was the second? Vicious. The one with like the onion shell enemies, right? The one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe that one. I think the first one with the super fast ones really just really got really got me. Like I couldn't deal with that. Yeah, I've I found my own specific way to to but, break it because they take away the stomp in that I still found a way to abuse it and use the stomp anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I check it like two other people and I, they found two different ways to break that specific challenge and I'm just like, what the hell is like? Is what was the ideal way that people were supposed to beat this? I found like three different methods. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Was, uh, it I, was... I enjoyed the. I, I definitely enjoyed the the challenges myself. It was, I, I, it was a lot. I too am not someone who's like I was asking for the challenge, nor I was expecting it. But I was like, for someone who has just played the game constantly since it's come out, I, I like that the game was was kind of giving me that moment of, oh, this expansion is going to give you so much of everything you've always wanted. You are going to earn that, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the uh, the ability to play as the other characters was just a treat. Oh yeah, it's about it was, time. It was just, yeah, it's just <laughs> delightful to just kind of play as them again. And I definitely have some questions relating to that. So uh, for you, Ian, it's a rare opportunity for a writer to get the chance to alter and revise an ending. What was it like being given what feels like a dream opportunity for any writer to get a rewrite of this caliber? Well, it wasn't really mine to rewrite. Uh, the general premise and the pacing was given to me. It's like, it's going to be on the final island. It's going to have Amy Knuckles and Tails as playable. And there will be a new final boss fight. Do something with that. <laughs> and uh, because of how it applies to the greater narrative, there was a degree of open-endedness to it. So it needed to kind of land in the same place as the other ending did once it all shook down. So it was kind of tricky coloring inside all of those lines and doing mm -hmm. something that felt worthwhile. You know, if they're going to go to so much effort and so little time, I want to bring my own a game. Yeah. So I wanted to, since we were actually going to be able to play as the others, my main focus was to give them their personal heroic moments. They were on the sideline for the whole game. Now we get this brief moment with them. I want them to rise to the challenge as well. This is why they are Sonic's closest friends. This is why they have endured in cyberspace and cyberspace as much as they have, because they are heroes in their own right. Mm -hmm. They're yeah, Sonic heroes, you might say. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I liked that. It, it felt like, you know, for each of them to kind of have their individual stories with sonic on the islands and then they each kind of kind of continue the path forward for their individual character developments and each get like really nice feelings of finality that that the original ending didn't have i i really enjoyed uh this one wasn't really a question but it was just uh i just wrote down god bless everything you did with amy and frontiers <laughs> 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 the the i particularly love the the one, the moment where she's talking to Sage, and she goes, "Oh, are, and are you a fellow admirer?" Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, her emotional moment about not giving up. Just thank you for doing our girl justice. I tried. One of my favorite elements of the Final Horizon was the stories of the Titan pilots. I love that they all get closure and give their blessings to Sonic. What was your favorite part about being able to give these ancient warriors a proper send off? I. Uh, it was nice to just be able to see who they were because we didn't have that luxury. The mm -hmm. the whole direction with the main game was to be mysterious, to not put a fine point on anything. And with Final Horizon, I figured everyone's played the game, or most folks have played the game, and they really latched on to the lore of the ancients. What more can we give them that has meaning, but that isn't just like factoids? Mm -hmm. So since Sonic traveling to the four towers was, you know, hard wired into what the game would be. It's like, well, let's make it about the four pilots. You know, they were the heroes of that era. There's the duality there of the four heroes, you know, Sonic and friends and the four pilots who stopped the end before. And there was already a bit of a parallel built between the pilots and Sonic's friends. It was extremely subtle. It was mostly in the script stage, 
that you wouldn't really get without really you know, seeing everything behind the scenes. So this time it's like, all right, let's highlight that a bit more. And now that the game is out and I have a better understanding of what's going on, <laughs> let's kind of contextualize it a little bit more. Yeah. And I think the favorite moment for me out of all of them is meeting the um, Supreme pilot. Yes. Uh, because he didn't endure like the other ones did. He was the Sonic quote unquote of the group. How do such characters interact? And, you know, giving just that little glimpse of someone who was heroic and selfless and daring and who lost, he died mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. giving it all and kind of passing the torch to Sonic saying, all right, you know, I see what you're doing. We would have been bros, but uh, I'm kind of dead. So thanks for finishing the job for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved it. I like how they all kind of have that kind of reflective storytelling of kind of the character dynamics between Sonic and the main character of that Island and the pilots and what they went through and just to just kind of even just get a little bit more about who they were and their culture a little bit. I think that was one of my favorite parts in the, in the final horizon in general, because of just in exploring a lot of the dialogue, you just get such a better sense of the ancients culture and kind of just who they were as people, which I thought was really nice. And that kind of leads into my next series of questions. Uh, I love how people misconstrued the stone pillars on the Starfall Islands being memorials to the dead, only for Sage and the Final Horizon to reveal that they were just cracked at Jenga. Besides that and Pinball, were there any other games the Ancients were fond of? I just feel like they had to have some primitive version of Backgammon or Moncala. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clearly they wasted all their efforts with the Titans. They just needed two giant pillars and they could have ponged the end to death. <laughs> could have. Coulda. <laughs> Don't know why they didn't. Missed opportunity. <laughs> too much power. They, 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 they were testing that, and they're just like, no, this is too much power even for us. <laughs> oh, boy. Can you play Breakout with the Moon? <laughs> Arkanoid. That's what happened to the refugee fleet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh my god, that's so He's good. breaking through the fleet. Quick, send the red ships in. They'll last longer. <laughs> uh, I mean, might yes. as well. Might as yes. well. We, we we got to the point where they were playing Ikaruga, so I mean, they had to start with their shooting, shooter gaming somewhere, so it must have been like <laughs> Breakout Arkanoid. <laughs> Stuff like that. Obviously. Totally down for that. <laughs> Uh, knowing that Nux is one of your favorites to write for, what was your favorite bit of dialogue you got to give the Master Emerald Guardian? My personal favorite interaction between him and the Doc is when they're talking about the Master Emerald. That whole little bit was just hilarious to me. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. I, I really tried to rein myself in and not just make this, here's the Knuckles DLC with friends. <laughs> uh, but I think... To me, it was his interactions with Amy and Tails, especially with Tails, where Tails mm -hmm. is freaking out because you know he just had his big cathartic self-finding moment with Sonic. Now's his time to shine. What if he screws this up? This is like the worst time to choke. Mm -hmm. And he's like, mm -hmm. dude, chill out. We got your back if you need help. Just yeah. do it. Love that. Stop Love overthinking that. it. Just do it. And that, I think, is what's so charming about Knuckles is, sure, he's a blunt object, but that straightforwardness 
sometimes just needs to cut through the crap. You need it. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. need it. Yeah. And geez, just to have like knuckles and tails interact was just, it was such a wholesome interaction too. And it's like, yeah, God, we've been, re- we've really been missing this. Why isn't this more of a thing? Yes. Yeah. Specifically between those two. But yeah. then also it's just, there's just a lot of incidental dialogue where <laughs> just love how knuckles is, is just like, <laughs> They're asking for help, and his solution is like, bro, just dig. <laughs> it's worked for me for years. <laughs> I'll just do it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> yep. I love yep. the wink and nod lines in The Final Horizon. Is there a specific line reference or moment you're particularly proud of? Tales talking about the pinball on Chaos Island and saying, quote, a playful idea on the part of who developed it meant... Uh, how did I mess that up that badly? I cannot read a playful idea on the part of who developed it. Engineers tend to be like that. I found really charming and sweet. Well, I didn't write any of the incidentals this time hmm. around. Uh, all of that was a surprise to me. I did the main quest line. Oh, okay. So let yeah. me see then. So what was it like? Because I remember we had the conversation about Big the Cat the first time I was on here and kind of the presentation of that. Was that a surprise to you to find out that Big the Cat is Sonic's comfort character and like having that <laughs> bombshell reveal that he was never there and that it was yeah. just a prese- pro- like projection? Yeah, that that wasn't me. I Big's cameo roles in the games, I feel like the punchline is you don't explain it. <laughs> and I do think it's better that way. Like, it, like I mean... When you see all of the bits in Sonic Adventure 2 of him just, especially the gun truck one in the beginning of SA2, you're just like, why is he waving? I'm about to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, to me, when you first encounter him in Sonic's like, big? How are you here? Why are you here? Fishing. Yeah, of course. Anyway, and that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. That's the charm. That's the joke. To explain it is like, that's that's not the joke. That's like saying, why did the chicken cross the road? Well, you see, there was pellets of corn on the other side of the road, and the chicken was famished. Therefore, it made its <laughs> way across the road to feed itself. <laughs> it's like, that's no fun. <laughs> that's no fun at all. Yeah, I, I, was, I wasn't a big fan of that. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I want I was, big. To I was big, like, I thought he was there. Big yeah. is, big, you know what? Big is real in our hearts, and that's all that matters. <laughs> you know, Sage is new to this whole being alive thing. Maybe she was wrong. Who knows? Well, yeah. we can only hope. <laughs> that was another one that messed with me, where uh, they mentioned that Sage doesn't see the rails and the spawning elements on the island when Sonic completes challenges. So that was my question to you. How do you think she visualizes that? Does she just see my man just borderline <laughs> flying around the island? I I don't know because she's hooked into cyberspace too. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think she'd see, but if it's, you know, Sonic and presumably Amy and Knuckles and Tails, their mm-hmm. visualizations, then Maybe she's just not patched into how they see it. Hmm. Okay. That's uh, that yeah, but against... some of her confusion throughout the game, though. Yes, it, it, it does kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It does yeah. not compute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes all those moments where she's trying to connect the dots and not really like connecting certain things. Like on the emotional understanding, that's kind of understandable for her being an AI. But then 
more of the logistical understanding that I'm like, oh, wow. So she was going through a lot on her end, just trying to just <laughs> connect things together. I mean, my intention was that Sonic's, you know, very essence kind of defies the fates that his, his indomitable spirit conquers all. But also she saw him like grinding through thin air and like popping <laughs> invisible things. So, okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the spectacle of the new final boss is off the charts. From the cinematic presentation to Supersonic 2 to Cyber Supersonic, it gave me emotions and excitement few games could rival. How did it feel to write the dialogue that went into going this particular sequence? I was kind of hoping that this time, this time around we would be able to hit the spectacle that was intended in the original ending. Mm -hmm. um, the original ending had... You know, all the souls of the ancients coming back and, you know, flying alongside Sonic and huge planetary laser beam and all this. And we didn't get that in the end. Mm -hmm. um, so I was hoping this time around with a little more time, we could, you know, do something a little bigger. And tying back to the earlier point, because we have Amy's knuckles and tails around, I wanted them to have a role. Like in the original ending, they made the big sacrifice play just to have Sonic around so he could mm -hmm. finish the fight. Yeah. Now they're here. They need to do something. And since we weren't doing the same final boss, I figured, okay, Eggman, who's been absent from, for most of this needs to do something. Mm -hmm. So everyone's here. Let's, let's have this big, cool ensemble moment. Um, as for the new super form, Ah, uh, gosh, I don't know if that was my pitch or no, maybe that was in the dev doc that Sonic just gets something a little oomph from this uh, scenario. He gets blue God, eyes. I that oomph. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what it was going to be. The kind of, I don't know if this is officially locked in, but the internal term is Starfall Supersonic. Ooh, interesting. I like that. I really like that title. Um... Also, okay. didn't know he would have two forms. So, oh, perfect! Yes. Starfall Supersonic. Just keep adding adjectives. <laughs> I thought it was Cybersonic, but that's what everyone's calling it. Yes, and, and then I remember in the I, files. Yeah, they're Supersonic too. Un until I get like official confirmation from somebody, you know, either holds the same amount of validity. So, okay, you know, call them whatever you want. <laughs> really should have been hypersonic let's be real but uh, <laughs> uh nah I, I wouldn't want to put hypersonic in a dlc ending you know mm. if you're gonna do hypersonic do it right maybe it's, make it the thing maybe it's super d duper pooper scooper sonic <laughs> possibly 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 well i really enjoyed the final form especially when you see the the feralness of the the teeth and the and the spiral eyes and just that kind of harkened back to the more unique forms that Sonic got in like the storybook games like Dark Spine and Excalibur. I always liked when Sonic got a particular like super form. It made the kind of story for that feel kind of cool and feel like everything you had built, you got this really cool exclusive moment to kind of show that off. And yeah, Starfall Supersonic. I mean, that's what I'm calling it going forward. I think that's badass. <laughs> <laughs> that and it keeps the alliteration going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Surprising uh, Fleetway reference there. 
Yeah, that, that, that really caught me off guard. Is Probably not. That, but, and then, uh, um, I mean, that, I mean, I know some people have been making the comparison of uh, the canon and Sonic X season three, uh, the the do it to it line at the beginning of the DLC. I was like, oh, Flynn. Yeah, that was that was me. <laughs> that was well. I mean, that was a that was a. You know, that, that's just that's just such a specific was, piece where I'm like, oh, you could not help yourself, and I'm completely okay with that. <laughs> well, I mean, that was a callback to early in the game too, where Sonic also yeah, says, yeah. "Let's do it to it." So, mm-hmm. and I can't say for certain because I wasn't involved with any of like the direction or whatnot, but folks pointed out that one of his combos looks almost shot for shot the same as adam bryce thomas's issue where supersonic beats the ever-loving crap out of giant zab yes yes i'm not <laughs> so, crazy i i also saw that because i love abt's work so i saw that and i'm just like oh my god they're, they're my the my geek are heart. too close to yeah. just you know hand wave so if there's that you know, swirly eyes for all i know might be a tip of the hat to sonic the comic who knows but I think that's the fun of it is that like for the people who have wanted those types of things, like just even the slightest of acknowledgments, like that just that, that's just kind of the gratification that Frontiers as a whole gives where if you've just been with this franchise for a while, whatever your little niches and corners that you love about this franchise, they're going to get represented in some way in this game. That's best we can. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, my final question regarding to the Final Horizon. Does Sage being white and blue at the end have any more symbolism or meaning than meets the eye? I always found it meaning that she was purified, in a sense, from the defeat of the end. I don't know, because that wasn't in the script. Hmm. Um, It could be interpreted as it is her finding her humanity to have fully evolved, kind of coinciding with... Now, this I didn't know either, and I think this is neat. On the loading screen... Uh, the loading icon goes from a simple triangle to increasingly faceted geometric shapes until it's like a circle. Yes. And that is to show her progression from just a simple program to a fully realized individual. And the color change may be that, um, or at least, you know, associated with that. I don't know if she's going to retain the white and blue. I kind of hope she, I hope she does. Red and black. I like hmm. the red and black. It, it looks more Eggman-y, but I don't know. She's brand new, you know? Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to see how it goes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I've grown to really love the red and black, but there's just something about the white and blue. I, I don't know. I, I think that they're they're probably going to have fun with it going forward, where it's like they can play with just like different different color palettes and stuff like that for her when I, mean, I know what I want to do with it, but uh, that's kind <laughs> of something I need to pitch to the bosses yeah. why not both i'm gonna be praying you get it i'll definitely be praying you get it okay that's everything related to final horizon and then i had a few kind of miscellaneous ones and then a few i think i can ask i think all of these should be nda safe <laughs> i'm gonna try my best we'll find um, out okay we'll see uh for the cookbook i haven't gotten to creating any recipes yet but i've enjoyed reading through the recently released cookbook the lines from characters made it feel like a massive scrapbook of recipes of the cast favorite meals what were the fun and unique challenges of writing dialogue for a cookbook compared to a comic or a video game script uh with any script there's a story to tell there's a direction Mm. to go there's an arc to follow with the cookbook 
I'm no chef. I, I, <laughs> I'm a decent enough cook. I'm not going to give you food poisoning, but I'm not inventive or, you know, really that aware in the kitchen. So I knew the Sonic cast, but I was adrift with the cooking thing, which is why I'm so glad we, I was teamed up with Victoria who did the photography and all the recipes and such. So basically the two of us sat down and she's like, okay, who are the characters we're using and what are they like? You know, what foods do they like? What is their personalities? Mm-hmm. What kind of things would they make? And I went through like all the old Sonic channel art. If there were any, you know, dishes being made there or featured, mm. uh, like mo a, a bunch of the recipes in there are inspired by that art, uh, stuff that we just had reference. Like you have to do a chili dog. I yes. Mean, by law. Uh, <laughs> You had to reference the photorealistic sandwich. Um, (laughs) I love that photorealistic sandwich so much. What was it? The Sunday Supreme out of Sonic Unleashed? Yes. Oh, my God. I I love that. That was a plot point in Unleashed. You have to reference that one. Yes. So, you know, tried to remember all of those and put those in there. Mint candy for tails. I mean, if it was a Mm -hmm. highlighted food, Mm -hmm. try to bring that in there and. There were some suggestions from the editor. There were some suggestions from Victoria. Sega had their own opinion on who would eat what and could do what and say what. And lots of back and forth, lots of revisions, lots of shuffling things around. And the end result was the cookbook. Yeah, I'm very excited to get some food for it and start cooking up some of those recipes because I'm just like, I mean, I started just flipping in and just really studying the recipes, but then just noticing the the cute little lines of dialogue. And I'm just like, this just feels like excerpts taken right out of IDW. Like you could have thought that they were just little bits of conversations and stuff. And I just, it's just, I just found it interesting to just have a cookbook that just had that level of like, just kind of passion and attention to detail put into it for, for just the little things like that. I think that's what makes it so much fun. It, I mean, you could have just phoned it in and said, mm-hmm. here's a Sonic themed cookbook. There's the chili dog. Here's one that looks like Eggman's face, but (laughs) putting it in the context of the characters coming together to make this, that this is their personal views on it, Mm -hmm. adds that little extra bit of enticement. And for the Sonic fans are going to pick it up just because it is a Sonic cookbook. Mm-hmm. I wanted there to be a little more to it because they're Sonic fans. They will get the references. They will get the end jokes. They will get the references and that's just a little something extra in addition to tasty food yeah just kind of helps the whole package just feel very complete how does it feel when you've had to be tight-lipped on a project for years and finally get to unveil a good old hashtag knowing smile especially one with the magnitude of dream team uh honestly it's gotten to the point where I've been so busy and these projects have been so spaced out. I forget <laughs> that they're coming out <laughs> like hard, light teased dream team. And I'm like, huh, that doesn't look like anything. Oh, wait. And I messaged uh, <laughs> my contact at hard. like, are we announcing it tomorrow? He's like, yeah, that's it. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I should probably kind of promote that a little bit. And then I saw some people online going, Oh, it's just going to be a new track for uh, speed battle. Or, you know, it, it can't be a new game. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And it's like, hide <laughs> <laughs> and watch, buddy. Here it comes. Yes. No, I was because I was studying that image and just 
the color palette and just like the level design. It didn't feel like any of Hard Light's past mobile games. And then you hit that with the hashtag no spot. I'm just like, oh my God, this is the thing that I've been tracking leaks for for years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember when the announcement was that they were working on a more traditional 3D Sonic game out of Hard Light and they didn't even have a prototype name for the project. So just like the community on the side was just nicknaming it Sonic Kenshin just because there was just <laughs> no other name they had at the time. And then and then shortly after that was revealed, it was announced that you would be rumored to be attached to the project. I'm just like, oh, man, I I really hope they go hard on this. And yeah, just everything about Dream Team from it's like it's aesthetic, having powerhouse involved. Again, we just need a powerhouse animated series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're so talented. And uh, that kind of adds to my next question. Uh, having worked with so many different creative teams, what was it like to work with the lovely people at Hard Light on a project like this? Uh, I didn't get to work as directly with them as some other projects. Uh, the Dream Team story and script had already had a pass, and I was brought on to, uh, I don't want to say script doctor, because that sounds mean. Like, oh, it's <laughs> terrible. I need to fix it. They just, uh, Sega asked me to take another pass over it, and really it was just kind of fine-tuning it and bringing out some of the character voices a little stronger. Uh, but what was there was already really solid. So I got to work with the writing team in that regard. But it wasn't like Frontiers where I was in at like ground level. You know, here are the themes here. We're, here it is at the very beginning. How do we build up from the start? Dream Team was here's what we're doing. Spruce it up. I was like, OK, I can do that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you would compare it more to kind of your involvement with Prime, where it was like more like a consulting role? No, because with Prime, it was, you know, here are the scripts, here's what we're doing. And I kind of threw ideas at them. It's like, this character wouldn't necessarily sound like this. This reference would be go over well. This musical sting would be neat if you could get the rights to it. <laughs> with Dream <laughs> Team, this was a more hands-on. Like, the, the script you get in Dream Team is the script I wrote based off of what came before. But awesome. heavily informed by you know, the structure of the game and the themes that they wanted and the characters they wanted highlighted. Now, I I didn't revise any of like the story beats. It was more kind of tightening things up and bringing the characters more into focus. God, I, I have the biggest smile on my face just hearing that. Because <laughs> even though, even though they just had a little synopsis excerpt on the website, but they're mentioning like the reverie, this new character named Arium, dreamscapes, and just, just this kind of whimsical, colorful aesthetic. And I'm just like, oh, you must have had to have so much fun with just all of this. And then, I mean, talking about characters, Rouge and Cream, what was your reaction to see that these two were going to be playable and that they were going to have an importance in this story? Oh, that was exciting. You know, it's like, hey, they're back. They get to do something. That's neat. And Rouge isn't really like one of the friends. Prime yeah. aside. It's not like she's outwardly antagonistic, but she's not part of the big huggy buddy group. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. there's that kind of detachment. There's a little bit of cynicism. There's a bit of sarcasm. Yeah. But it's not. She, she, she brings a different perspective to everything and that's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, that's one of the elements that I really enjoyed that prime kind of switched up to kind of, 
pull her in and kind of make her a bit more of the gang a little bit. Cause like, that's just always a character that I feel too often in recent years just has a lot of fun opportunities to do. And I feel like has been sidelined for a while. So to just, to just kind of see Rouge pulled in, in any capacity, I think has been great. And then for cream, it's just, Oh my God, the realization that Sonic Heroes is two decades old and that's the last time we played it in 3D. <laughs> God, that hurts. <laughs> mm, yeah. If you're, you're, I'm, I'm probably really towing the line here, but if you are a Cream fan, I think you will be happy with Dream Team. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, for both of you, if Hardlight ever adds more characters to Dream Team, who would you love to see playable? I would love to see Shadow, as well as the true ultimate life form, Big. I need Hardlight to have the cojones to make my man a speed type and just have him zooming through levels. <laughs> <laughs> a body in motion tends to stay in motion. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd I'd like to see everybody back. Like, as exciting as it is to have Rouge and Cream back, it's like, when was the last time we actively played as the Chaotix? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's been way too long. When was the last time we really had Blaze in 3D properly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never. Oh, six, I'm looking at you. <laughs> the IDW Silver. fan in me is like, throw Whisper and Tangle in there. Like, yes. Yeah, like, Please. That, that's the problem with who do you want to see in a game? It's like everyone, everyone, <laughs> all the toys. Who do you not want to see in a game? More like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I can't think of anybody. <laughs> put them all in. <laughs> yeah, put them all in. It seems like recently you're just adding stones to the Infinity Gauntlet of talented creative teams you've gotten to collaborate with. From Archie to IDW to Sonic Team Hardlight and the ever illustrious Kyle JCRB every week. How does it feel to be consistently surrounded by not just talented but passionate people every time you're brought aboard to a new project? Oh, it's a blessing you know, to work with such like-minded and talented and driven individuals. I mean... I look great because I'm attached <laughs> to all of them. I have so many coattails to ride. We're riding each other's coattails, I guess, Ian, somehow. <laughs> I don't know how you're on mine. What the heck? I'm supposed to be it's riding yours. Ouroboros. This is, does not make Ouroboros any sense. Self-congratulations. I'm just, I'm just here. <laughs> Kyle, you keep this show running. If you were not here, there would be no show. <laughs> oh, I have a lot of help. <laughs> That yeah. you manage and you bring together. <laughs> yeah. You keep this ship running. <laughs> yeah, the past I few try. weeks have been crazy just seeing the amount of people in the Discord that have been elevated to the mod team and just kind of the, the people that are being brought up and just, you know, I'm, I'm seeing names like Cassie and other, other people constantly. And I'm just like, man, we just, we, we just got the best community in here. <laughs> like every time <laughs> I just see that someone got promoted, I'm just like, hell yeah, constantly. I, I remember when it was like 20 people. <laughs> now it's like 300 and i'm like mm, how'd this happen oh boy <laughs> okay and then i think this is my last question for both of you uh what's the next big dream on the horizon being able to write not just for one but now two sonic games has to check dream boxes in terms of career goals so do you know what the next thing you want to write in this franchise is or are you just going with the flow, riding the wave. And Kyle, for you, it's like, are you kind of in the same boat where do you have kind of dreams and ambitions on how to expand Bumblecast going forward? Or is it just like, 
we're just on this wild roller coaster and we're just running with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I can jump in first. Um, I mean, really, honestly, this has just gone on, could become much more of a thing than I think either me or Ian expected it to ever be. <laughs> we mostly just thought it would be just kind of fun. <laughs> And it is. It has and been. It, it is definitely fun, but it's also like, wow, okay, this is actually like a thing now. <laughs> so, we get uh, Bumble we, Tiger by the tail. We can't let go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? What do? We, I don't even know where we go from here at this point because it's like, this is uh, this is insane as far as uh, scope as scope creep has gone out of control for us in a good way, you know. Hmm. <laughs> I know, for my part, I would like to move to incorporating more visual elements somehow. But as Kyle said, the scope has escaped us at the moment. Yeah. Uh, we are honestly struggling to meet demand. So once we are, first we have to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And if and when we do, then we can look about into you know adding more to our plate. But that, that, mm -mm. Not yet. <laughs> as it is, not we are yet. not at that point. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. As gotta face me, it, gotta build to it. I mean, I, I'm very happy with what I've been able to accomplish and where I am in the franchise. I have achieved most of what I have wanted to do with this. And at this point, I would just kind of like to continue. I, I would like to write another game like <laughs> like we did with frontiers you know start wholesale and you know n put my mark on the next tent pole for the franchise because doing it once is an achievement to be sure and mm -hmm. you know if they kick me out the door tomorrow i am happy and content that i achieved that but there's something to be said for doing it repeatedly consistently to you know have maybe an era of sonic that I can not claim as my own because it's a big multi-person project. You know, mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. lots of voices and talents involved, but to have been involved and to a, in a, in a large capacity, that would be nice. The, the next personal goal of mine is to get my own stuff out there. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm within striking distance of 20 years working on Sonic. And wow. Yeah, that I, that's really cool. You know, it's a franchise I grew up with. I love it. I will stick with it as long as they have me. But 20 years of work has been for somebody else. And while I have definitely made my mark on Sonic, uh, I don't think it's arrogant to say that uh, it's still Sonic. I am a footnote in somebody else's work. Mm -hmm. I I want something of my own. And even if it doesn't succeed particularly well to just do it to have it out there i mean claus mcgee has begun it's out there issue one is done uh issue two is coming along as of this recording but it's i want i want drogoon out there you know i want yeah, other ideas oh, to take form i want my library to be a thing but that takes time and funding and that's harder to come by when it isn't provided for you by an international giant conglomerate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. I don't know what to say next. <laughs> got any, got any, you got anything, anything else you want to get off your chest, Kai? <laughs> no, no, no. I think, uh, 
think this is just another another great guest episode doing it with y'all. I think I, I think just regularly I'm gonna be doing this every like six months or so because I, I just love this. I just love talking with y'all. <laughs> this is just <laughs> always fun for me. Well, what about you? What are your aspirations for? What what are the benchmarks you want to reach? Well, I think in terms of kind of the personal life stuff is just uh I mean, just kind of coming out of college. I think it's just being able to just kind of find a place in a career where I can just really dig my heels in and really kind of leave like like a nice few year tenure in and just kind of really start to kind of craft the next few years of like my my career and my work and what I do in digital media and multimedia. And then in terms of the YouTube side of it, I've just been really loving the stuff I've been doing covering Sonic and Spider-Man 2 and just I love that I'm in this creative workflow where I'm not limited to just talking into a niche and just a specific thing. Cause I know that YouTubers always feel that where you can just kind of get boxed in into a specific corner. And I just love that. I can just talk about whatever I want. And I have a community that's really passionate about all of that stuff and really excited about it. And I think just in, in that terms, I just really want to just kind of keep experimenting and not limit myself and just kind of, cause it's been cathartic. It's cause it's like, I have OCD and ADHD, but just kind of having a creative outlet like this, where I just get to be passionate and constructive to just the things that just kind of make me happy. Like, like Sonic has been for the past few years. And it, I, I think just kind of continuing on that and just doing more of what I love. I just kind of see in my future personally. Well, more power to you. Yeah, that's great. All right. That is, that's all for my questions. And if you people want to find me, I just realized too, we have had a promotion section in the discord and i have not once have put my youtube channel in there i'm gonna fix that right <laughs> do now. that do that you can do that yeah that's fairly new but yeah yeah i'm surprised i've not done that but yes you can find me on youtube.com slash kaizen amen that's my main platform of choice and if you love just talking about stuff like this then you can just kind of catch me there to do more of that stuff and yeah that's about it for me cool 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 kyle you have anything to wrap up with uh, no, not really. Just thank you again, Kai, for coming back on the show and chatting My with us. Pleasure. It's a pleasure as always. It is, uh, it's your, it's a fun guest and your, your voice is very, you know, kind of soothing, you know, I don't know how often you get that compliment. I'm sure you do. I get, I get that. I got that comment a lot when I was doing, <laughs> weirdly enough, when I was just doing a grocery store gig, I think that's where I got the comment the most of like, <laughs> you do voiceover or podcast and I'm just like, I am 19 and I don't even know what my career path or goals are. I got that a lot. And then I think I saw twice in the Bumble cast chat while we were doing this saying that I have an ASMR voice. I appreciate that. In a little bit, a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Wow, do you it's do a good voice, voice work professionally? No. Why is my voice buttery smooth? <laughs> <laughs> this is my natural speaking voice. Hello. <laughs> Guys and I'm in everybody. <laughs> this is how I talk. <laughs> well, alrighty then, we'll wrap it up here. If you want to be as cool as Guys and Men and get a guest spot of your own, head over to patreon.com slash bumblecast, kofi.com slash bumblecast, or become a YouTube member. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and we will see you next time on the Bumblecast. Latest. See ya. This is why I use hashtag knowing smile because I can't say anything, but I know it's coming mm -hmm. and I'm excited for it. And I know some of you are going to enjoy it. So just 
<laughs> and other people hate knowing smile because they hate knowing yes. that something's going to be yes. happening and don't want to have to think about that. it. I get I it. I get it. Contrarian to be contrarian. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, I also no. get that. The light of his career that disappoints me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. Touch grass. <laughs> what? How could you? How could you? Ian, you've been in the Sonic fandom for 25, 30 years. You know there ain't we no gra- there ain't there ain't no grass touching going on around here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like yeah, that's why everyone keeps complaining about Green Hill showing back up because it reminds them to touch grass and they hate it. <laughs> I'd say we're about. Five years out from when we all get to dress in white linen and join the Bumble cult, but you know, for now, we're in a good place. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for the giant golden Buddha esque statue of myself engraved "Be good to yourselves, be good to each other." <laughs> the dark robed masses marching through the streets. Be good to yourselves. Be, be good, good to yourselves. <laughs> How do you corrupt a slogan like that? I don't know, but they found a way. They found a way. <laughs> You've been listening to The Bumblecast, a co-production of Bumble King Comics and the KNGI Network. Original theme music composed by Ken Coda Snyder. Remixed intro by T-Lopes. Find out more information, along with podcast feeder links, MP3 downloads, and more at bumbleking.com and kngi.org. It's not like this is a public service, but mm-hmm. it is kind of like you said that you don't get a lot of shows like this. And when I was coming up, I had a hard time finding any kind of insider guidance in part because my Google foo has always been weak, but <laughs> uh, it's like, you know, people are hungry for this kind of information and interaction. Give it to them. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. do. And in a way it's kind of cathartic. You know, and then I retreat off to my little castle on the cliff and leave Kyle <laughs> and the volunteers to deal with all the mess. <laughs> so that's why that's why I'm the I'm the chaos agent because I'm just like, well, you left me here, so here we go. <laughs> I can just like stumble out in my bathrobe and drunkenly say, uh, "Sonic and Amy should get married," and go home no. and let Kyle handle the rest. No, <laughs> please don't do that. No, I don't need that. <laughs> help, help me! I I thought I was the chaos agent. <laughs> God, I you're going to upload this on time, right? Thank you. Okay, I've fine. been, I'm I've going been, to go sleep for three days now. I've been out chaos. <laughs> I have not seen the chat move that fast. <laughs> Do not want. It just, it just went like a, like just a spree. Do not want. Cassie is screaming. Session. Come back for the next recording session. Angry, like. $25 priority question. You said they should get married. Uh, did I? Kyle, did I say that? I don't know. It doesn't really work for me. Sonic should really just like hook up with Shadow, I think. Anyway, <laughs> I Kyle, mean, you're going to upload that for me, right? Cool. I'll see you in a couple days. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I'm more into that anyway. So. <laughs> oh my god. I love that you two have specifically like played into that. 
that side of the fandom more like i i can't we know i was at i was at stitches when i got that one thumbnail a few months ago where it was like shadow in stilettos and i'm just like <laughs> that is hilarious well you can thank sam and star for that one because that's where that one came from i mean i think they even asked a question about it and it's like well <laughs> that's funny See, I don't want to. It's low hanging fruit. I don't want to go for that just for the clicks. Because mm-hmm. when you rage bait, you burn yourself out real fast. People just assume yes, that's yes. what you're going for. So I'm going to be honest as much as I can, direct as much as I can. And then the fandom, being the fandom, will eat itself alive and come back <laughs> for more. <laughs> that's I no, don't. It's no surprise. I don't really have to be incendiary. Because having an opinion is incendiary enough. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that, that's just how it goes. Yeah, because it's like I mean I don't even I don't even keep track of what the conversations are anymore on Twitter or Reddit. But it's just I could just like get a glimpse of a comment section of a video and just be like, oh, this one had fun responses. <laughs> <laughs> but but like the the who was it who sponsored the whole Sonic Shadow mini? Uh, that was Twilight. Oh oh my Twilight. god, okay. Twilight. Like, like with that one, we could have been real low hanging fruit, real mean. mean yeah, and I didn't. Yeah, we didn't like, want to be like that. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. But I knew. I knew it was going to be a hot topic, so you know, treat it with as much respect as I can, while also being aware that my bosses do occasionally see this stuff. So <laughs> don't try to endorse something that doesn't belong to me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. But, I think I think you've you've been able to to tiptoe that line pretty like better than I think most would be able to handle. <laughs> it's considering everything. It does take a lot of effort, uh, a lot of credit to Aaliyah for keeping me in line. <laughs> I mean, that's, God bless that that's been the case oh for like twenty something years. <laughs> yeah, like she more than once has put the pin back in the grenade. It's like don't do this, and it's like, <laughs> but angry at people on the internet. It's like it's not going to end well. And it's like I know that, but angry now. I could I could air them out. <laughs> Just give me the power. <laughs> you know what really works? What works surprising? Well, I actually got this from one of my editors. Is you know write up the angry reply and then delete it, and then delete it. Yes, yes, yes. Like, well, yeah. write it up in a Word document so you don't actually hit send, but, you know, write it up and then delete it. And you get it, most of the poison out of your system. There's been a few times I've done that. Just of, like, I've, I've had to do that. I've done that with remark. YouTube comments where I've just, like, triple paragraph, just like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to eviscerate this man's entire bloodline just off of a comment that just got <laughs> under my skin. And then I'm just like, oh, I'm good now. <laughs> That was my alternate ego Kia. I'm I'm back. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just laughing at this in the chat from Phantomist. It says, Ian, this would destroy your whole career. Yeah, but it'd be funny. 